0: Okay, so yes, the branch did not grow apples by itself, and you guys knew that. And that's what Jesus was talking about when he said he is the vine and we are the branches. And if we're not connected to the vine or the tree, in the case of the apples, we're not going to get any fruit because this branch, it's not going to last much longer. It's not connected anymore. It's on its way to shriveling up and dying that's what happens <clears throat> now oh look it's right there learning to together to live and love like jesus that's what we're about at st john vineyard but there are a lot of ways to do that right and the way that you love like jesus might look different than the way i do i mean there are some things that we can all agree on that are loving, but God has given us different different missions and different things that just um, that move us or or He's called us to focus, I guess, on different missions. And um, so let's talk about mission. All the big adventures and actions they have there's a mission, right? Uh, Frodo has to destroy the ring to save Middle-earth. And James Bond has to infiltrate some criminal organization and expose their evil plot and take them down to save whoever, MI6, or save somebody. Um, Even the Paw Patrol always has a mission. They're going to prevent some ghastly injustice like somebody plans to cheat in the race, you know? There's always a mission. And there's always some common threads. Um, The setting's different, but there's always, it's about fighting injustice. It's about exposing evil and stopping evil. It's about protecting people from threats and dangers. And if you take away the special effects and the guns and also the tuxedos and martinis, our mission is not so different from James Bond. You know, fighting injustice, exposing evil, stopping evil, protecting people from threats, vulnerable people from threats that they might not even know exist. That all sounds like things that are in the Bible. Let me give some actual verses. Um, i got to read these ones. Uh, Psalm 82, 3 and 4. Defend the cause of the weak and fatherless. Maintain the rights of the poor and oppressed. Rescue the weak and needy. Deliver them from the hand of the wicked. James 1:27. Look after widows and orphans in their distress and keep oneself from being polluted by the world. Hebrews 13:16. Do not forget to, do not forget to do good and share with others. Right? You hear that? There's there's fighting injustice, there's sharing, there's caring for people, taking care of people, protecting people and exposing evil. The exposing evil Often it comes up in the form of of lies and ideas and things too, right? Like, um, you know, we demolish arguments that set themselves up against the truth. Uh, so your mission, it doesn't start with the thing you want to accomplish. It starts with a problem. Uh, we And we know there are lots of problems in the world, but there's certain ones that really bother you more than others right there's ones that like kind of punch you in the gut and that those things pay attention to those things right if it makes you really angry if uh foster kids you know if though their struggles really bother you pay attention to that like god speaking pointing you in that direction or um or if it really bothers you that elderly people are lonely like pay attention to that and uh, maybe your mission for the next little while is something as simple as writing letters or visiting people, right? It doesn't have to be some big, like, save the world thing. Um, it can be fairly small. So about, so missions. mission starts with a problem. It um, It can be, it doesn't have to be huge. It can be small. It doesn't have to be forever. It could be that we're going to focus on, you know, a particular mission for the next three, six months or whatever. Um, And it can be shared. So imagine if our whole family decided that we're going to do something to care for the elderly or if we've noticed people are lonely and we want to make our house a welcoming place and we're working together for that. Or if you and your friends together, you know, are working together towards this thing. There's power in that. Now back to James Bond, there is one very important difference between us and him. The fate of the entire free world is not on our shoulders, or MI6, or whoever else, right? That would be like the branch trying to squeeze out apples, which we all know doesn't work, doesn't happen. Um, We are called to be faithful, not fruitful, right? It's not on us to solve all these problems or fix other people, That is a recipe for frustration and burnout, actually. Um, That part is God's responsibility. Our part, our responsibility is the staying connected to the vine, right? And uh, a plant that's well-connected is going to grow strong and and produce fruit, which is ironic because I am a terrible gardener. I always joke that if a plant doesn't whine, I will not remember to feed it. Therefore, my plants are not thriving. Um, And you know, the problem is that taking care of my plants is a special event. Whether we are growing strong and staying connected to Jesus, if that's a special event, that's that's not going to work well. It needs to be built into our daily practices. And if I paid attention to my plants every day. They would look more like Jill and Dinesh's and my friend Diana, who is a wonderful gardener. But I don't. I don't. My kids get fed, but not my plants. Um, so whether we are growing strong and staying connected to Jesus depends on what happens in our day-to-day. And also, whether working out our mission, we can make that part of our day-to-day. And that's where the idea of a rule of life comes in. And we'll keep talking about that for, for a while. So I, won't, um, I think others are gonna, going to talk about that in more detail. But a rule of life, it's not about following rules. It's about the idea that we can put practices in place that help us stay connected to Jesus. And that these are regular daily things. Um, it's not about following rules, it's about choosing habits that help us grow and help us stay connected to Jesus and help us stay on mission. Uh, The word, the root word, I guess, uh, for rule of life comes from the same as ruler, regular, and some scholars say the word for a trellis um, comes from the same root. So, Joel, have you got a picture of, like, a plant with a trellis there, I think? Anyway, so a vine grows better. See, this, this is not a fancy thing, but a vine out in the middle of a field is going to, you know, just grow along the ground and be susceptible to rot and, um, and disease. It needs something to climb and to grow up. And it doesn't need to be fancy, but that's the idea. It's a rule of life is putting in place daily practices that give us structure and give us a direction to grow, okay? Um, if you can get the next picture, my sister last in the spring planted a bean plant that she actually thought was a bush bean and didn't, didn't put up any special supports. But being in Nova Scotia, like here you need to fence in your garden or the wildlife eat it all. So it, start, it grew up the fence. And when it ran out of fence, it grew up the birch tree behind the fence. It kept going. And the yield is crazy. Like this, this bean plant did really, really, really well this year. And she didn't really do a whole lot to care for it because it had those things in place for it to grow up. And um, So that's what our daily practices can do. They can help us to grow well and give us space to grow um, Or, uh, so like, our our habits are either helping us stay connected to Jesus or kind of pulling us in the other direction. So if I want to be more patient, maybe I will choose to... Yeah, this is a close-up, sorry, of the the tree behind, but you can see there's a whole lot of bean plant up there. Um, If I'm trying to grow to be more patient, then... Maybe I should choose to not stay up till 2 a.m. and scroll Instagram, because I will not be a patient mother tomorrow if I do, right? Um, John Ortberg uh, shared a story, I believe, in the book Every Day with Jesus. He said he, he was trying, he set out to be more loving. And as he started this practice of, you know, taking time with people and listening to people and being more loving, he came to the uh, realization which you may have noticed people are exhausting and loving them is tiring and he decided the most spiritual thing he could do is take a nap on a pretty regular basis which which brings out another really good point that in hebrew there is not a word for the word spiritual all of life is sacred so when we talk about things that keep us connected to jesus it might be reading your bible in the morning like of course that's a good thing but it might be choosing to take a walk instead of scroll your phone or choosing to say hi to a neighbor instead of watching cnn if that's like raising your anxiety level you know it can be it doesn't have to feel like a spiritual thing right um we want to get our helpful habits in our lives, the ones that draw us closer to Jesus, and maybe pay attention to the ones that you know are not helping you be either loving or connected to Jesus or, or the things that are feeding, feeding negatives, like, like worry and, and that. So, um, So we want to figure out some some little ways to make sure that we're getting our connection, like get connecting with Jesus into our daily lives, right? But I think often here we feel like we have to add more things, right? I need to add another Bible study and add some more whatever. Uh, so before you feel like you have to put more on your calendar? I'd say often, both on the mission and both on the staying connected with Jesus, often what we need to start with is being still and paying attention and remembering things God already has showed us. Because it's not going to be some new problem that you've never noticed that's your new mission. It's probably something you've already been bothered by but maybe haven't taken steps to do anything about, right? And maybe there have been times when you felt really close to Jesus and the things that helped you do that kind of you got a little too busy for. I can attest to that happening. Um, So I'm going to end just with one one more story along the lines of remembering and that being still. Uh, when I was a kid, one of the highlights of our summer, my summer anyway, was every August long weekend, We, my brother, sister, and my parents, we'd pile in the car and go to camp, to family camp. And we, it was, I mean, it was a blast for a kid, but I distinctly remember I think it was morning and evening we'd go to this clearing overlooking the river and there's like pine trees all around and and have you know a little devotional time and there'd be campfire in the evening and as, but as you approach that clearing there's a sign on one of the trees that said be still and know that I am God. Psalm forty six ten. Now as a kid God saying I am God seems a little redundant. Um, It's kind of like, you know, blue is blue or the sky is the sky, but whatever. Okay, God is God. And as a kid, I mean, I I knew this was a special place and it was kind of reverent, but I didn't really know why you would need to be still to realize that God was God, right? It seems pretty obvious. But um, fast forward, say, 15 years, I'm in my early 20s at university and working really hard, um, keeping grades up. I was studying engineering, so there's always work, lots of work every week. None of this, like, one paper a term thing. I don't <laughs> um, And, yeah, just trying to keep up with friends and do some volunteer things and some church things. And I noticed this verse again. I'm sure I'd read it before in a different version. And it says, "Cease striving and know that I am God." Now at this point in my life, I feel like striving is all I'm doing, and even when it is my quiet time and with Jesus, it's still striving, like it's still trying to get something done. Uh, so, so this I can, I can relate to. And, and, I've, and I can understand that until I stop trying so hard um, that I don't act like God's God. I act like I'm God. And maybe I even start to believe it. Like everything, it's up to me to fix everything or do everything or control everything, right? Um, So we actually do need to be still and stop trying hard and remember that God is God, that it's our job to stay connected, not to fix the world. and, uh, and uh, yeah, so just, I guess I'd just challenge you this week to pay attention, pay attention to, to, you know, your default habits, the ones you don't think about, the ones that just are, like, in your muscle memory, pay attention to those, and if you know that, one, that some of them aren't helpful, then maybe think about replacing them. And if you're just swamped, maybe just take a little time to be still and ask God what He wants you to remember. Um, about Him and about yourself and and about your mission. Did you want me to pray or Okay, I'm like, you want to? Okay Okay. So Lord, thank you for this time. Thank you that um, you are God and we are not, and thank you that you have good plans for us and that you've given us all a role in your kingdom to care for other people and, um, and to make a difference, and uh, I that you just uh, open our eyes this week to, to see what you want us to see and open our hearts to hear from you. And help us to to remember you and and to remember your faithfulness and all you've given us um, on this Thanksgiving. Amen.